do everything that you can possibly do with the given time to make the most, but time goes by that quickly. So, uh, act like you're never coming back and, um, you know, make, make the most of that present moment. In this episode of the Voltura Game Show podcast, you'll discover entrepreneurship and curiosity as a lifestyle, the fearless mindset and living as a digital nomad. Is that something that you love to know? If so, continue listening. Hi guys and welcome to another episode of the Voltura Game Show. The Voltura Game Show is designed to bring together the best minds of our times so that the audience, you, can have access and integrate their mindset, behavior and business lifestyle. As a result, you can access your inner perfection in a fun, new and interactive way. This is episode 13 uh, and our guest today is Creighton Wong. Creighton Wong is the founder of Exponential Clients, a digital marketing firm company built on the belief that massively growing a business always start with deep research and gathering the very base data. He is also a former competitive para triathlete who, while missing in a right leg and several digits on his hands, has finished the New York City Triathlon twice, escaped from Alcatraz and Ironman Oceanside. Thank you for being here, Creighton. Thank you for having me. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to uh, be able to play this game with you. <laughs> Thank you. And I'm curious, Creighton, like, what are you curious to discover about the game, the Voltura game? Uh, you know, it just, uh, when you were explaining it to me, it, it got me excited because it, it, it focuses on uh, really kind of thinking about how we view life and, you know, what our beliefs are to, to make us who we are. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. It's like it's a deep meaning there. Like, <laughs> you got curiosity, maximum curiosity. Yeah, so it's a little, little self-philosophical uh, uh, game. So, so mm-hmm. yes, it's been kind of fun. Well, thank you for being here. And yes, besides the philosophical, we're going to have fun today. So, yeah. <laughs> okay, let's start the game, Creighton. Yeah, let's, let's jump in. Let's jump in. Okay, Creighton, so this is the... Hey, psst, one second. Before we start the show, I have a small request for you. Could you please write us a review on Apple iTunes? This will help us to improve the experience and to reach more people. And also, if you want to be part of an exclusive group, go to voltura.co slash podcast or just Google Voltura Podcast. Thank you so much. Now, let's start the show. The Voltura game. And how we're going to play the game is basically by rolling the dice. So I'm going to roll the dice. Please, you tell me when to stop. Stop. So it's two. Now, please, read the card. Explore. All right. So, um... How does this image make you feel and connect this feeling with the pointed area on the wheel? Mm-hmm. So what are you seeing in this image, Greta? So what I'm seeing in this image is uh, either sunrise or sunset, probably a sunset, and um, some big geometric pillows uh, lying on the beach where, where people are lying on it. And... Uh, Boy, this this picture really makes me happy. Uh, that's the first word that comes to my mind uh, mm-hmm. because uh, this reminds me of my time uh, in Bali, Indonesia, um, hanging out on the beaches in uh, Seminyak. Uh, I, I spent time with some good digital nomad friends out there and also with my now wife. Uh, we were just dating at the time. So, uh, you know, it, it and, and those sunsets in Bali are some of the most amazing 
uh, sunsets you'll ever see anywhere in the world. So, uh, so yeah, this makes me happy. Brings me back to a good time. Okay, so happy. Now the next step is to spin the wheel. Okay. Stop. Oh, so my family. Happy okay. In family. So yeah, this. I mean, again, I guess this uh, this image of the of the beach reminds me of family because uh, uh, I was I was dating my wife at the time, and you know we took some long uh, walks on this beach, and uh, um, you know the dogs were playing in the ocean, and and uh, it's really interesting because it's a pretty flat beach. And so the tide comes up and goes out uh, really, really far. And when the sunset's hitting it, the whole beach almost lights up, uh, you know, in a crimson red and orange. And, um, and so it, 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 uh, it sort of takes me back to uh, when, when I was first dating my, my now wife. Mm, okay. So my hearing is like, it's more than happy. It's like the, the euphoria, you know. Yeah, we lo we loved it out there. We we definitely um, yeah, we'd like to uh, travel back there and, and explore a little bit more of uh, Bali. Hmm. Okay. Well, the next step is questions. So my question for you would be: Is so you said about the digital nomad thing um, work, right? And mm -hmm. I'm actually curious here: What is one? What makes you to be a digital nomad is, right? Like work on your computer, like everyone is like picturing this, like you sitting on the beach, you know, like <laughs> with the laptop there yeah. and the cocktail and yeah, that's it, I'm a digital nomad, right? Yeah, yeah. So that's how they sell it to you, right? Is, is you know, just come with your laptop and work out, you know, work on the beach and uh, with, with uh, a cocktail in your hand and, um, you know, lying in a hammock. And uh, um, there are days like that. Uh, but but there's also uh, days that are um, you know pretty stressful and and you're you're locked in a room and you're just trying to get uh, whatever the the task at hand is done. Um, you, you know, being a digital nomad for me has been extremely rewarding because uh, I, I have such a curious <clears throat> attitude, and uh, I, you know I love traveling, and so I get to do that. But at the same time when you run a business in a very serious business, the struggles of business are, are still there. Like they don't go away just because you're a digital nomad. So, um, you know, even today, you know, I was telling you, uh, you know, in the pre-show that, uh, you know, I'm, I'm literally as a digital nomad, I am going to be sleeping in my, I think fifth bed in seven days uh, because we've just been moving around so much and that's been very disruptive for work and uh fingers crossed um this room's internet doesn't slice out on me and so there's a lot you know there's there's a lot of real challenges that go along with it but um i i i wouldn't trade it for anything i i enjoyed it i yeah. like it yeah like in life there are ups and downs and uh, absolutely you have like really good days when you're like as we said you're sitting on the beach on the hammock where you have days when you're like sitting in a in a room or switching places for every day and i'm actually curious here like what would you say to someone that wants to start this what would be like one advice to to share with them 
Oh boy, uh, we could probably talk about that for an hour. I think it's really important to understand who you are and to find out what kind of things around you uh, so that when things get a little bit chaotic or lonely, uh, you, you know you know where you can anchor yourself um, and not get uh, upset or uh, depressed even. Um, because that's, that's actually a real thing. Because again, people go out with this idea that, oh my gosh, I'm going to work from a beach and my ties and, and hang out and party all the time. And it's like, it's really not like that. Um, you, you know, so I, I, I was lucky. I was with a group called uh, Hacker Paradise and they set up my living situation and my work situation. So I didn't have to think about that. I, I just had to show up. Um, but the bigger, the bigger part of that was, you know, we were in a group of, I think when we started, it was about 20 to 25 of us. And that made it really nice because then now I, I also had a, an instant social, uh, peer group to hang out with for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, just simple stuff like that to be able to have a conversation with somebody, um, who could speak my language. And those things are, are really important too. So you got to find out what is that anchors you and what it is, you know, and do those things. So um, another example is routine. People anchor themselves in routine. So if you at home have been doing, I don't know, uh, weightlifting or at the gym or, or yoga classes, the first thing you do when you show up is you find a local gym or you find a local yoga class and you get back to a routine in a semblance. So you're not just floating around trying to figure things out. Mm. So what I'm hearing is like it's, it's also about having a, a hobby or a consistent activity in your everyday. And last but not least, what helps you is to have the community, like the hacker group that you said that help you to, um, to get used to this lifestyle. When I, what I see is that it was uh, difficult and challenging for you at the beginning when you decided to do the first step. Yeah, I mean, when you make the first step, then everything's unknown. But, you know, certain cities, certain countries are, are more friendly to, um, to visitors and you can, you can always find somebody to chat. Well, we had a Slack channel going and so if you were going to go out and grab something, you know, something for lunch or, or for dinner. You just let everybody know on Slack and there was always, there was always somebody that would join you. And so again, that, that made it easier to adjust. Um, mm -hmm. And then, uh, you know, just getting into a, a, a regular routine uh, for me when I landed, you know, both in Da Nang, Vietnam and Bali, Indonesia, uh, we were very close to the beach. So I, I did, I would wake up early in the morning and take walks on the beach. That was part of my routine that settled me down too. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it could be, it could be your travel mate, your significant other, you know, just, uh, to have that, that one anchor so that if things get a little chaotic and, you know, I don't know, uh, you're having a bad work day or, or what I tend to have sometimes is a bad tech day, um, there's somebody there that, that can always uh, anchor you and calm you down and mm. it's never as bad as it really seems. Yeah, it's someone that has your back. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Cool. 
Thank you, Creighton. Okay, so you've done your, uh, your task, and now we proceed to the next player, which is me. So. Okay, two again. Oh, so an image. Uh, and what I'm seeing is the it's a tricycle, a red tricycle, a small red tricycle. Um, how does this image make you feel? Connect the film with the pointed area on the wheel. So the feeling was, it's joy. Joy, that's, that's the feeling. It makes me think of the childhood, you know, the period when I was a kid. And uh, yeah, joy. The next step is to spin the wheel. Money. <laughs> joy and money. Okay. Uh, I start to, no, I start. I, I always thought that your job, your business must be your hobby or your passion, right? And what I'm discovering in the last month is that for me, it brings me joy. But sometimes when I, I think I tend to, to become like a workaholic, you know? Because I, I, I tend to work so much, but I don't see this as a work. I see this more like as a hobby or as a passion. And I can't stop. <laughs> you see what I mean? So it's the, the joy in money for me is to see this as a hobby and to enjoy that. But like literally, I think it's everything about you know, measures. So yeah, joy like joy, but don't go into addiction. <laughs> so yeah, that, that's it for me. Interesting okay. thing today. Questions? Yes. So, so my question for you uh, would be, do you see um, Voltura as something that you both play at and make money at? Uh, in other words, is it, is it, uh, are you earning a living with your passion project? Yes, it's a, it's a business. And uh, yeah, right now, um, as I said in the last, like probably every episode. Um, like before the coronavirus, the business was working and I'm just going to lay it short because like, if someone was listening to this and we're right now on the third episode, we're like, oh my God, this story again. <laughs> <You see? laughs> so before the coronavirus, the business was working, right? And um, <clears throat> uh, we were doing like mostly events. We were having partnership with uh, events um, host. Yeah. And um yeah, it was working good. We were successfully founding on Kickstarter now when the coronavirus came because everything was focused offline. We tried to do it online and we tried everything, literally everything in terms of marketing and it didn't work. Uh, as you can see, this is a, a what I call it an experiential product. So if you want mm -hmm. to um, see how it is, you need to play it. So people won't buy it. So, uh, this is what I discovered. People won't buy just because it's a nice ad or a nice video explaining how other people are playing. They need to see, they need to try it. So um, that was like, let's say, um, the challenge for us, right? And um, with this coronavirus now, that's how we're promoting right now with this podcast and we're trying to, you know, uh, get the word out. And what I noticed is that actually in the last week, things are starting to move uh, really good. We're creating collaborations now. People are... Um, approaching me on LinkedIn to ask me like how much is the game, how can I buy it? So it's good that um it's also what, what I what I woke up uh, in the morning with this insight. Like everything is just a conversation. So if Voltura would be 
just an idea or the name that I created, that would be. But now it's a conversation. People are talking about it. So yeah. we can call it business. We can call it um, source of income. So cool. That's, that's what it is. Awesome. Good. Thank you. Interesting question. Uh, your turn. Then we want to stop. Well, it's my turn. All right. You can stop. Free. The Describe your hero using one word. Boy, that's hard, man. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's the word. I like, I like using lots of words. Um, <laughs> I guess if I had to choose one, it would be brave. Brave. Yeah. That's a nice word. Okay. Next step is spin the wheel. Stop. So it's in love. Brave in love. Brave in love. All right. Um, boy, there's, there's a lot of different directions we could take take this, but uh, you know, I, I think that um, you know, for starters. Uh, when we're talking about love, uh, whether it's to a person, whether it's to a passion project like uh, Voltura, um, you know, whether it's your work, whether it's uh, your hobby, you, you know, I think there has to be a certain level of bravery, a certain level of boldness uh, that goes into, you know, how you go about doing it. Um, you know, to me, bravery isn't, the absence of fear, it is acknowledging the fear and doing it anyway. And to me, one of the uh, things that I've learned about love is it's, it's not a, love's not a feeling. Uh, love is a verb. It's what you do. And so being brave and, 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 acting with love, they're basically the same thing to me. Mm. That was interesting. Like, the first, yeah. I think it's the first thing when I, the first time when I hear this, like, love is about like doing, is a verb. I mean, that, that's interesting. Okay, cool. Well, the next step. Yeah, I mean, there, there are days where you, you, you sit there and I love working out, but not today. You know, or I love mm -hmm. my job, not today, <laughs> you know, yeah. um, you know, or you get, you get in a fight with your significant other or your wife or, or what have you, but you know, you still have to do the things that you're supposed to do, um, because you're supposed to still act with love. Mm. Okay. So I, I, I like, what I like about Voltura is that it's, it's open, right? So when yeah. when people think about love, they will go instantly into romantic relationships or something like that. But when, what I'm hearing is that you're thinking about love in general, love for love for the life, love for um, um, for the experience of living, right? Like the entire life, yeah. which is interesting. So my question for you would be, <clears throat> um, what is the bravest thing that you have done in your life? Like if you can. You know, like picture it, like the moment. God, one moment? Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess, kind of two things, you know, you know, pop popped into my mind, you know, quickly. Uh, you, you know, I was pretty old um, when I got to ride a bike for the very first time, and um, you know, I was in my thirties, and you know, I, I also didn't learn how to run uh, until my thirties uh, because of uh, uh, my physical challenges. And, um, you know, again, I loved it so much that, uh, I showed up every day and I practiced every day and I got, you know, better at it every day. And, and, and then I wanted to compete, uh, and get better and better. Uh, so, so, you know, I think that was something that, uh, I did that was brave. Um, I guess. And, uh, um, other thing, Oh, this is going back to Bali. Uh, we, uh, we woke up at 3 a.m. in the morning and decided to climb a volcano so that we could watch the sunrise um, above the clouds in the volcano. And so that that was, you know, I don't know if it was brave or stupid, but uh, the payoff was absolutely wonderful, you know, just to, uh, you know, to be up there and the air was so clean and uh, it, it, it was it was a wonderful experience, let's put it that way. Hmm. Okay. So it's all about... Um... Like what what I heard it was the um, you know the bike that you for the first time expect except your uh, um, physical conditions like you 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 jump on right like you, you dive deep into the you had the courage the bravery to to try it like as you said bravery is not like being uh, um, not being yeah not having fear but actually having fear and acknowledging that so yeah that's what it yeah. was and. Like, what, what would you say to someone that, let's say, um, let, let's go, like, maybe this person really likes what you're doing, right? The digital nomad, you okay. to start being uh, self-employed and to travel and all of this. But it has this fear, like, um, I, don't, I, I can't go and, and travel because I'm alone. I can't go and uh, um, open a business because I'm afraid that I would fail. Okay. What, what would you say to this person? Um. Two things, you know, first, as far as the travel was concerned, when I was, when I was looking to uh, uh, do the digital nomad thing, I, I wanted to go to Chiang Mai, Thailand. Uh, that's, you know, that was kind of the hot spot. And um, I was all set and ready to go. And then uh, Hacker Bear Dice, they actually reshuffled the, the schedule. And then all of a sudden they were going to go to Da Nang, Vietnam, <clears throat> uh, Bali, Indonesia, and then Chiang Mai. And I was like, gosh, do I wait until I go to Chiang Mai? They go to Chiang Mai, or do I just go uh, to Da Nang? And um, the conversation with myself was something along the lines of, there's always a reason. Like, there's always going to be an excuse. And at some point, you just... You just got to go because unless you take step forwards, unless you actually do things, uh, the landscape doesn't change. Your 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 position in life doesn't change. Um, your attitudes don't change. So you, you you know if you want that change and you embrace that, you just do it. And I mean, luck have it be, um, I met a girl out uh, out there in Zanang and. Um, you know, we got, uh, we eventually got married. So what if I, what if I didn't go to Da Nang and I waited 
for Chiang Mai. Um, I would have I would have missed out. My life would be completely different than it is now. So uh, wonderful things await as long as you just uh, you know you're just willing to go. Um, and then I also take a take a little bit of a lesson from uh, Tim Ferriss. Uh, he said, "Look, what's the worst thing that can that can happen to you? Right? Mm-hmm. Like you're not going to end up in a ditch dead or anything like that. So you know, absent that." You go, your business fails, you have to go back home, right? Mm-hmm. You have to get your, uh, you know, you got to get your mom to buy you a ticket to go home, you know, because you can't afford one to go home. I mean, it's just, <laughs> if that's the worst thing that can happen, like it's really actually not that bad. But we talk ourselves up in, in, in all the negative self-talk uh, to, to talk ourselves out of things when wonderful things are just waiting for you right around the corner. That was really, really terrible what you said. Like, you jump on it, like you're afraid, but you had people who, who had your back. And the best thing is that you got also the reward, right? Like, and that's the thing. Like, I think most people are, are expecting to, to start something, to go push that fear, expecting instantly a reward. Right? It's not going like that. Like, like you went there, you get the job, you, you, you get through all of these... Um, uh, journey, right? And in the end, you had the reward, which was like, let's see your wife and uh, whatever that you created in this moment, like this amazing lifestyle. But that's really uh, powerful. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's it's no different than just going to a random restaurant. Yeah. What if it sucks? What if it's amazing? Like you you won't know. Yeah. But there's no worry. There's there's no reason to worry about it. You just go. And then when you walk out, you'd be like, we need to come back here. This was awesome. Or we need to take our friends here. This was incredible. Or what's the worst thing that happens? You have a bad experience or the food sucks or we're not going back there again. So yeah. if that's the worst case scenario, it's really not that bad of a deal. I, I love this mindset. Like, this is really, really fun. And I like it. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank oh, you. you're welcome. <laughs> that was really yeah, nice. Cool. Now let's complete the game with the acknowledgement card. Okay. Sure. And that's my favorite part because now I can acknowledge it like, <laughs> for this. Uh, okay. So uh, now in this step, great, and everyone will acknowledge you. I will acknowledge you for something that you have done in this round. And I want to acknowledge you with the last thing that you said. That was really powerful. I like this. Um, it's It's so... Um, in ease and flow, this attitude and this mindset that you have, that is, it's actually really amazing to see you, um, you know, speaking and behaving in this way. It's, it's so, it's, it's just, it's just wonderful, you know, like to see how you, you see life. Okay, like we go into this restaurant. Okay, if we like it, we come back. If not, we don't do it. The same in business, right? The same in life. So that's really powerful. And I acknowledge you for having this. Um, and I can see that this attitude was not there at the beginning. Like you went for all of these challenges, you know, with your physical condition and everything. And I acknowledge you for um, getting over that, challenging yourself. And um, what I like to say is like rising like phoenix from the ashes. So great job. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, I'd like to acknowledge you too. I mean, for, for uh, creating this game, I, I think it's uh, – it's a really fun game and it's, it's really thoughtful. 
uh, a great family game, by the way. And even, even more than that, uh, that this is a passion of yours and you literally get to wake up every day and, um, work at your, work at your passion and work at your craft. So, uh, that's something that we all strive for. And I think it's contribute to the world in, in meaningful ways. So, uh, thank you for this game. I, I acknowledge this was, this was actually a lot of fun. Thank you. And yes, I get it. And, uh, yeah, is, is that what I am, right? Like, I believe that my purpose is to expand and empower human greatness and human potential. So that's who I am. I'm not Alexander. I am this, you know? So every day, even Voltura is just a manifestation of this, another yeah. part. So that's it. Thank you. Cool. Thank you. Woohoo! Congratulations, Creighton. You have finished the game. Thank you for playing the uh, Voltura game. Thank you. I'm actually curious. How was the experience for you? Like, I know you said a little of the acknowledgement part, but how was the experience like, based on you know, what, what did you thought is before, was before, and how it actually was? Um, I'll be honest. I didn't, I didn't really know <laughs> what I was getting into uh, playing, playing the game. But... Uh, I liked it. I, I liked it. I think it was, um, it was fun. The, uh, the questions are very thoughtful and, and I, I love the randomness of you pick a card from a pile, but then you're not done. You, 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 um, you spin the wheel. And so you can, there's a lot of different, uh, we'll call them permutations of, uh, how the, the thing can answer or how the questions can be answered. And, I also think you did an incredible job of keeping the game open so that uh, we're not, we're really directed by what we are going to talk about. We're not constrained by it. So we can, we can actually take the conversation in, in almost an infinite amount of directions. Thank you. Thank you. And I got that it was uh was something like unexpected and fun and insightful so thank you for yeah. you know, allowing yourself to experience this <laughs> with, with your mindset <laughs> Good. thank you now talking about mindset Creighton I want to ask you for our audience right that are curious right yeah. now what is one successful mindset that you had one successful behavior and one aspect in your lifestyle that made you who you are Okay. I mean, I think from a mindset standpoint, uh, you know, there's, there's two things. Uh, we talked, talked about it in the game, live a curious life and, and be very open uh, to things. You know, we're taught sometimes that uh, there's only two answers is there's, there's a black answer and a white answer and um, a yes answer and no answer. But really there's, there's, a, an infinite number of, or, or of shades of gray. And so there's a, there's a million different viewpoints um, to any one situation. So uh, just be curious and, and be open and you'll end up learning just a, a lot of fun and interesting things <laughs> along your life. And, um, you know, and, and then, yeah, just uh, like we talked about before, just, just do it. You know, um, this is your life. You, you, you don't get it again. 
this is the real thing. So um, try and do the things and, and take the opportunity to do the things that um, you want to do before it's, uh, before it's too late. And so what was the second, the second question was behavior. I think mm -hmm. lead with openness and, and don't be afraid uh, because quite frankly, the worst thing that can happen to you is probably not that bad. And you know, if you got to do a do over or you just need to reset afterwards, but at least, at least you tried. Um, because if you try and you fail, You've done something, but if you don't try, you still fail. You failed by default, and that's not a real good way to live either. Um, and then the third question was lifestyle. Lifestyle. Um, I mean, gosh, it's the same thing, isn't it? Right? Just you know, from a lifestyle standpoint, live live curiously. Um, I. I I love just trying to get into things and, and trying things. When I, whenever I go to a, for example, a new new city or new country, I'm I'm looking into the 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 ten local dishes that I've got to try, you know, while I'm there, and, uh, because I I just I want that experience. And maybe the experience isn't the most amazing experience in the world, but I still want that experience because. Uh, you never, you never get another chance. Um, guy that I traveled with, uh, actually out your way when I was, uh, studying law in, uh, Oxford, England. And, uh, and then we went to, um, we went to London and, and then up to, uh, um, Edinburgh and, uh, we were young and, and he said, he got this piece of advice where the guy said, act like you're never coming back act like you're, you're, you're never going to be here again. So do everything that you can possibly do with the given time to make the most out of it, you know, cause while I'm sitting there, I'm like, Oh gosh, I'll be back in London. No problem. And sure enough, 25 years gone in a blink. eye, I haven't my, made my way back there. I want to, but time goes by that quickly. So, uh, act like you're never coming back. And, um, you know, make, make the most of that present moment. Mm. Really powerful. I, I love that. Like, act, act like you're never coming back. That's, that's something really powerful. And that, that's actually part of your lifestyle. Like, as you said, try experience new things, go into the city, try the first 10 dishes, experience, experience, have the mindset that is positive and like, you can do this and what's the worst thing that can happen. That's really powerful. And thank you. It's just like beautiful. <laughs> A lot of golden nuggets. Like, thank you. Good. Now, Creighton, please tell people where they can find more about you. Sure. Uh, I'm on LinkedIn a lot. So uh, if you want to meet, meet me over there, just look up Creighton Wong. Um, I, I think it's just LinkedIn.com, Creighton.wong. Uh, so yeah, I mean, give me, you know, connect with me, give me a shout. Uh, you know, I'd love to have a conversation with you. Uh, you can check out my website um, at uh, exponentialclients.com uh, where we help businesses grow their businesses. And, um, you know, certainly we can, we can 
help you out. So uh, those are the two, those are the two places that you'll find me the most. Um, if you can find me on Facebook, you're welcome to connect with me there too. Thank you. Anything else you want to say, Creighton, before we finish the podcast? No, this was, this was a hoot. Uh, like I said, I, 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 uh, I like the format of this. I like the, um, I like the game itself. Uh, I'll give you a little plug. Go buy the game. If you're listening to this, it's a, it's a lot of fun and, uh, it, it is a good family game too. And, and, and a good adult game because, uh, You'll get some uh, very insightful answers, I think, and and you'll get to know the people you're playing with on a much deeper level, uh, which is something that uh, in today's social media world we crave a little bit more, a little bit more connection. Uh, I think this game can accomplish that. So, uh, um, so thank you for having me. I really appreciate that. Thank you, and thank you for accepting that. That was my pleasure. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Creighton. And thank you, guys. Thank you for listening to this episode. This was the 13th episode of the Voltura Game Show. We go so much. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, yeah. And uh, if you like the episode, please subscribe to the channel so you can be updated. We're posting every Wednesday and Saturday at 6 p.m. mostly, London time, PST, BST. Uh, and, uh, yeah, if you like it, subscribe, share it with your friends, family, uh, digital nomads, uh, travelers, and everyone. And uh, yeah, leave a review. This review will help us to you know, uh, better improve the experience if it's possible and to create whatever you need for this so you can have access to the best minds of our lives. Thank you for listening to this. Thank you, Creighton. Thank you. Have a great day. In the next episode of the Voltura Game Show, you will meet Daria. Daria is a mindset expert with more than 30,000 followers and her work has been featured on TV shows such as Good Morning La La Land, Simulation and the major publications like Vogue, Thrive Global and Forbes. See you in the next episode!